Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped.com. See the podcast description for a special money-off code. Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Tottenham Hotspur. Now, here are your hosts. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, everyone. This is the Spurs News Podcast. I am your host today, Step in Steph. I am luckily I am being joined by the legend, which is Matt. Oh, mate, I've, I've never been called a legend before, but I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> it was one of those I kind of suddenly thought I was like, "Oh, I've got to do the introduction this week." There's no Sam. I'm doing the intro. What do I say? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there was no podcast last week. Uh, Sam and Matt not very well. Sam is still not very well this week, so I am stepping in as I do. So, yeah, we've got a few bits Tottenham to talk about, of course. International breaks have made it a little bit of a slow news couple of weeks. Um, we've had a fair few players in international on international duty as well. So we can talk about a bit of those. And obviously we've got uh, fan comments as well. Matt, where where would you like to start? Well, talking about uh, players you know, on international duty, Sonny's doing quite well at the moment, isn't he? I think he's got a couple so far, hasn't he? Yeah, he's scored in each game, hasn't he, Sonny? Yeah. Which is good. I'm hoping he brings that form back to, back to Spurs as well. I love watching him score goals. Do you know what? It's only about bringing form back to Spurs, though. Like I was uh, obviously the, the Aston Villa game... Um, um, me and Sebi went to watch the home game, and cool, can we talk about that as well. We actually got a win. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we look, look, this is I. I try to bring positivity to this podcast, okay, Stefan. Right. So none of this like, oh, we got a win. Right. We're positive, okay. Where this is all about positivity. This is like uh, people tune into this to, to to lift their spirits as a Spurs fan, all right? <laughs> they do. I must be. I, I am an avid listener, and I do use this as like a therapy the, session these the, days. There you go. So yes. It's, so um, you watch the match, and then you listen to Spurs news and go. Ah, oh, it's not that bad actually. This is okay. <laughs> it's not that bad, yeah. But yeah, that that the, with the Villa game, um, with the, you know the way the way Sonny plays, um, if he's on form, because I know the the three games we lost, I think we, we he kind of you know you, you didn't see you didn't see the player that you, you you know you can see there, but but when he's yeah. when he's on form, he just brings the stadium to light. You know, there's certain players like, uh, in, in my sort of living memory, Ginola's one of them. Um, yep. I'm trying to think of other players that, that, that have got that kind of, have you standing up, you know, like obviously going back a bit further, Gaza, you know, but but Sonny does that and he gets the ball and everyone just, everyone stands up because you just, you, you know something's going to happen, nine times out of ten something's going to happen, you know. He's going to make something magical happen. It was, um like, for me, it was the original Bale spell. Yeah, Bale, listen, obviously before that's he went to Before he went to Madrid, yeah. When he got the ball anywhere near the box, you kind of sat on the edge of your seat going, oh, hello, what's going to happen here? Oh, yeah, and then normally something did happen. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, and and obviously both he he created both the goals, and he he picked out Hoybier for the first goal, and then yeah. the second one, right? That really bugs me. And I know this Sam was mentioning this as well, but Lucas Lucas didn't get that goal, and I'm sorry, but like, where where have they seen that that's an own goal? I, I, I don't know if you yeah, can shed any more light I on it. I always thought I always thought the theory was as long as the ball is going goalwards, and there was like if you had a shot from the edge of the box. And it was going into the bottom left corner, and it took a slight deflection and went into like the top left corner. It was still their goal because they have had the shot and it was still on target, and it had to take a really wild deflection for it to go down as an own goal or something like that. And I've watched the replays of Lucas's goal, and I'm like, why? Why is that not? Have I missed like? It wasn't Lucas that touched the ball at all. Did like Lucas just run past the ball and I didn't see it? Like, yeah, watching the replays, I definitely would have put that down as his goal. Yeah, it does make sense. There not... was no obvious anything. No, and also as well, it takes away Sonny's assist, doesn't it? Which is a bit of a shame as well, you know. But I, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't get that. I, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still uh, adamant there's an agenda somewhere against us, you know. And it's like, right, we oh, I'm the... sure there is, yeah. <laughs> I've already I've already decided that that there's like I think I might have said this in a previous podcast, but there's a god up there for every every club, 
and our one just he either gets drunk and falls asleep or you know it, it, he's pissed everyone off. I just yeah, he's, he's yeah, the joker of the group that's annoyed everyone. So everyone's like, "No, sit me in the corner." Yeah, what is it? Gonna... It's my turn. No, it's not. Go in the corner. Oh, <laughs> it's so unfair. Like, do you know what? Look, you you look at and I'm I'm, I'm sure you you know we was going to mention it at some point today, but oh, because of obviously how, how bigger news it is over the week. But with Newcastle having the. Uh, with, with the takeover, you oh, know, has something happened there. Has something happened? Yeah, something's but, happened at Newcastle, has it? But but you look at but you look at their fans, right? And there's this one uh, in that actual fact, and this is the only thing that does me is there's this what there's a fellow I used to know uh, a long long time ago. He's a Newcastle fan, and I won't yeah. say I won't say the word on a podcast in case ch- children are listening. But I, I he's a bit of a C, you know. Let's let's you know put the connect the dots for the rest of the letters, and he's a massive Newcastle fan. And so yeah. it, part of me kills me that he's really happy right now. But apart from him, I'm over the moon with New, with Newcastle fans because look, we've 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 gone through a world of pain over the last 30, 40 years, but nothing compared to them lot. You know, <laughs> nothing compared oh, to yeah. them. Oh yeah, Mike actually brought them, and they were like, "Yeah, new owners, <laughs> yeah." And then like a month later, they were like, "Oh, this isn't working out." And they've had fourteen years of that. <laughs> Jeez. Can you imagine, like, that's what Newcastle fans are like after 14 years of Mike Ashley. Yeah. Can you imagine the day, the day that Tottenham finally get bought by someone else? Yeah. Can you imagine what's going to happen? But the only thing, the only thing is, uh, Stefan, this is the problem we've got as Spurs fans, is that we're, we're, we're kind of known as a Jewish club, aren't we? So there's no no way in hell that we're going to have some rich Arab owner take us over, are we? You know, so it's that never going to happen. I mean, it would be a nice thing. Can you imagine suddenly, like, you wake up in the morning and Tottenham subject to £3 billion takeover oh. bid from, and it's, you know, the third richest man in the world, which will make Tottenham the richest oh. club in the world. And you're sitting there going, oh my God, can yeah. you imagine? Do you know what? I, I, I mean, keep, I can't I, imagine I'm a top. No, player. I keep holding, I keep holding that hope that Bezos one day will go. Do you know what? I've got a, I've, let's use some of my spare billions. Like you know, I tell you what, I, I make about ten billion a day, right? Why don't I choose a week's worth of interest and I'll go and buy Spurs and you can know who you like. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you know, I can't. Do you know what? I, I don't particularly like the bloke, but I'd accept it. Yeah, I would as well. You know, <laughs> yeah, okay. You can come and you can come and buy Spurs. Uh, who would you like up front? Oh, I don't know. Let's have a quick look through the stuff. Oh, we'll have him. Yeah. You know, can you imagine, like, just being able to turn around? Like, Newcastle, I, I think Newcastle are going to struggle for a couple of seasons, personally, because they've got a lot of money and they've got a big history there, but right now they've not got much else. Remember how it, it took Man City a couple of seasons, didn't it? Like, they brought in, I think it was Rubinho was that their first major signing wasn't it what what i love about that rubinho signing as well is i remember wasn't there wasn't there a story that he just he was told he was going to manchester and then it's only when he turned up he's like hang on i thought they played in red and he, yes, you know, that's it. he got sent to the wrong one yeah <laughs> but yeah they've they done do you know what yeah you look at man city and you know they went through that transitional process and then i think really they've really kind of exploded now they've got pep there i know they won the title under mancini and they won things there but he's just winning them trophies for fun yeah so obviously pellegrini as well i think he got a title didn't he then, yeah that's right to west ham yeah that's yeah yeah, yeah they killed it yeah but that, that's that obviously it's going the same thing's gonna happen for newcastle but eventually i mean compared to man city the newcastle you know they're they're, they're way in a different league when it comes to money you know but they I think what they're putting yeah. what they'll probably do now for the next couple of seasons they'll probably buy players that um that that, that are on the periphery maybe of like different clubs but are good players and that yeah. bringing it back to they're Spurs like yeah bringing it back to Spurs I, I I genuinely think they might come in for for Delhi I think that might be might be a signing well, for them I've seen that in the papers and stuff I've seen the rumors that Delhi is one of their big targets what would you make of that if that happened <sighs> Again, it's one of those weird ones for me because it, Delhi for me is the same as players like Lamella. I desperately love these players. There's like a real affinity towards them, a real connection with these players. At the same time, looking at how Delhi has been for the last, what, two and a bit years? If someone came in with a £40 million bid, are we really in a position to say, actually, no, we'll keep him, thanks? Because his form... His, his form isn't that of a forty million pound player at the moment. Yeah, and the thing, and yeah, the like thing... Lamella when Lamella left, I was gutted. We used Lamella as a paperweight for a deal for some young kid, 
And Brian Gill, to be fair to him, looks like he's going to be a very, very good player. Um, but at the time, I was still like, Lamella's worth more than that. He's worth more than part of a, here, have a player and some cash for that guy. And then I realised, I looked at all these stats and everything else, and I was like, no, no, that that is just me loving Eric Lamella and saying, I don't want him to leave. Yeah, I, I think the thing is with, with Lamella, it was his injuries, wasn't it? I think if he if he yeah. hadn't had all these injuries that, because I, I could I could remember when we when we signed him, obviously we had it, it was he was one of the magnificent magnificent seven um, when we sold Bell. <laughs> yes. Yeah, in mag- and and you can't see me doing the air quotes in that word magnificent by the way. But it, it uh, was a fun time. Yeah, yeah it's fun time. Yeah, but. I can remember watching some of the YouTube videos and I know it's so dangerous looking at YouTube videos, but uh, I've been yeah. playing for Roma and I was like, we have got some player here, you know? And and I think what, 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 what with, with him and funny enough, I saw a, 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 quite, oh, an interview recently from uh, signing Romero and uh, he was yeah. saying, he was saying how it's, he's really kind of like, Taken aback by the by the pace of the of the of the Premier League, you know, compared to where he was playing before in Italy, and I think yeah. it's um, I think a lot of players are like that, aren't they? They kind of you get you get players like maybe like Van der Vaart, for example, never played in England before, and the guy just gets English football and he he just hit the ground with his legs powering, you know. Still and, one of my favourite ever signings. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he, funny enough, he was at the he was at the Villa game. He's put on a bit of put on a bit of timber, but he's uh, still absolutely. You know, you're talking about the word legend. Even though he was only at the club for two years, I think I would put him in that legendary status because I've all, I'll always. Yeah. I think because because of the fact he he got it, he absolutely got it. But yeah, um, play going back to Lamelo, I think he. I, I think even to the end, like he was one of those. He was a really tenacious player. He was fantastic. He used to wind players up. It was brilliant. Like you know, he, when he wound up Jack Wilshere and that. But I never thought he. I don't think he ever kind of. He was never suited. I don't think to the Premier League. You know, like when he when he scored. He, you know, he's famous for scoring a couple of Rabonas. And I think for him, I was there for the first one. Oh, yeah. fantastic! Yeah, but I think for him. Like if he if he'd have spent most of his career playing in a, in a slower paced league, maybe in Italy, I think he would have been an absolute lead, like a superstar over there, you know. But well, he's, he's taking Spain by storm, money when he's yeah, there you there. go. Yeah, but that's 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 it's, it's the, the Spanish La Liga is not a it's not the Premier League, is it? You know, and, and it's and, a lot and, more physical over here. It's a lot. It's, it's a very different sport, the Premier League to other ones. And you're right. I don't think everyone kind of gets it straight away. Yeah. So. Um, so that's that. Where was I even going with that story? But yeah. Any, anyway, going back to going back to Delhi, uh, I, I think that um, like like you say, like if you if you look at Delhi, uh, like you know, so we signed him at eighteen. What is he? Twenty five. We've had him seven years. You look yeah. at those first four or five years that we had him. Came, like even the thought of selling him would have been ridiculous. But I, I, yeah. I see. I, I, I part of me. I used to get quite angry with Mourinho for not playing him. But then, at the same time, look, Mourinho. As much as I can't stand Mourinho, he's no mug, is he? You know, and and he's he obviously and, I, and this is how I choose, you should try to rationalise it when when Mourinho was at the club and why he wouldn't play Delhi. Okay, we're getting frustrated. We know the old Delhi. We we you know why aren't you playing him? But he's obviously seeing something on the training ground that we're not seeing, which is why he wouldn't play him. And yeah. and, and this season, although Delhi's playing all the time. You can just see he's not that player, is he? That he was, and he's only 25, which is ridiculous. It's not like we're talking about a player that is now in his late mid 30s. He like, yeah, he's coming to. He's, he should be in. He's coming up to his prime, you know. Yeah, I mean, look at Ronaldo at United. Ronaldo's what 36 years old. He's walked back into the Premier League, scoring goals for fun, and he's showing like, you know, this is what you. I mean, okay, I know Ronaldo's and Messi are kind of like the two best in the world, sort of thing. But he's 36 years old and he's still got the drive, the passion, everything else. Delhi's 25. Yeah. And he's yeah. already lost a season and a half. Do you think, do you think, do you think, think it, but do you think though, uh, Stephanie, a lot of it, like, so he's not the, he's not the player that he was, right? Yeah. Maybe he'll come back to that. And maybe for him, possibly the best thing for him, as much as it pains me to say, is to go to maybe a team like Newcastle and then shine there. But, but do you think it is a fact? What, to your opinion, do you think it's either he was he was losing his form and Mourinho saw that and didn't play him, or Mourinho because Mourinho didn't play him, that's why he's now the player he is now. Um, it's difficult because that that's the same theory that I know a lot of people are using on Matt Doherty. Yeah, he he we signed a quality right back from Wolves. Like an absolute quality right back who was getting up, scoring goals, driving at defences, whipping in crosses all day long. 
we signed him, and now I don't think he'd get in my village team. <laughs> and, you know, is it something that Mourinho did whilst he was there that has just completely... You know, you look at how Kane and Son were that season under Mourinho. They were absolutely bursting with goals and assists. And is it a case of some people fitted the system and really shone, but if you didn't fit the system, your confidence is completely shot? Mm. Like, it's a real difficult one. Like I, I want to see the Delhi of a couple of years ago that, you know, we pretty much built the Tottenham team around him. We pretty much built an England team around the fact that Delhi was this driving force in the middle. And now he's, you know, he's just not, he's a shadow of what he was. But he put, he put like, he's putting the effort in. I mean, like, you know, even... Yeah, his pre-season stuff. I mean, okay, it was all on his Instagram, so you don't know how much it was for show or what, but... His pre-season, like, he spent the entire summer working, getting himself fit, getting himself on the pace. And, I, you know, when you're watching, you're like, he's going to come back this season. That's going to be the old Delhi. Here we go. And he's still just kind of simmering away. But, but well, I know, I know you obviously put the effort in pre-season, but uh, even playing, you can see, like, you yeah. know, he's putting the effort in, you know? He, he's, he's, oh, yeah. He's but he's just, he's just not, ground, he's not, he's not got the... I don't know what it is. Like, you know, it's like the mojo. Like, you know, he's, he's trying to find that mojo and he's just, that's what he's struggling to find, I think. No, I think you're right. I do think you're right. Yeah, it's it's, it's a shame. And and look, as, as, as much as it pains me to say it, I, I wonder whether a move is is the best all round. You know, I, I don't, it pains me to say it, but I wonder if, I'm thinking it possibly is the best thing to do. Like for him, you know, like like you say, you know, Newcastle, right? They, if I think I saw a stat or a, 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 a thing on an article that there's, there's this company, isn't there, that value players depending on their age and oh, yeah. all these different factors. And I think he's valued at something like 27 million or something. But Jeez, I, is that it? Yeah, but I think if, if with Newcastle, every every player they buy now, a club can put 10 million on that on that on that. Uh, price and also the fact he's English yeah. as well. So I think if they come in for a bid of between forty and forty-five million, I think we ought to take it. You know? Yeah, you're probably not wrong actually. Yeah, it's the same as like when Man City go for a player. You know that price is inflated, and because of Daniel Levy, when Tottenham are going for a player, you yeah. know they're adding a couple of million onto it because they know he's going to try and knock the price down. Oh, completely. I mean, listen, I, I know that I know they paid a release clause uh, for Grealish, but. There's no way that guy is worth 100, 100 million. There just isn't, no. is there? Yeah, I mean, like, I get it. They've paid 100 million. That's a release clause. It's like we've got 100 million. It's it's just probably what we got an interest in a week. So that's fine. We can afford that. Yeah. You know, uh, and it's and we're not going to get him for anything less than that because it's a release clause. So so we, do we want him? Yes. Okay. Just pay what the release clause is. But that guy is not a hundred million pound player. I am still with Grealish in particular. He still frustrates me more than anything. Like he frustrates more than he amazes. Yeah, just because know, when someone can get the most amount of fouls in a season, and that's your kind of that's your major tick point. <laughs> this guy gets fouled, so this guy falls over at the slightest touch more than any other player in the league. Okay, brilliant. That's why is that his biggest stat? It's <laughs> yeah, not to be proud of, is it? <laughs> why is it not goal scoring chances? Why is it not assists? Why is it not goals? Why is it not key passes? That is what I would want out of an attacking player. Not. <laughs> Well, he gets fouled more than anyone else. Yeah, did you find because obviously he's, he's the international break, and I know I know yeah. he scored, didn't he? Not in the, in the last game, but the game before. Uh, yes. But do you, do you remember during the during the Euros? You know, he was on the bench for most of it, and it was always like, oh, come on, bring Grealish on, bring Grealish on. Yeah. And it's almost like, uh, don't get me wrong, I, I know that the way he plays, he, he he can be a game changer, but. I think we built him up so much. I mean, obviously there was he'd, he'd signed for Man City, so it's like this hundred million pound player, you know. But yeah. all right, fair enough. Like with Villa, he, 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 he was. He, I feel like with Villa, he was a very big fish in a small pond there at Villa, you know. And he's a good player. He's, he's a good player. I'm not trying to deny that he's a good player, but I, I feel like we, we're so. Uh, it's something that we've always had in this, and probably not just us. Most countries do the same, you know, where you build his player, you build his player up, you know. And it was always like, oh, come on, come on, please bring Grealish on. And most of the time he used to come on and I don't remember him really doing much. Do you know what I mean? It's no, not like it's it not like wasn't we... like he was changing the game by no, coming on, no. No, you're right. It's not like we, we, we... Can you remember a game where we were like, oh, do you remember we brought Grealish on and it completely turned the game on his head? I, I don't remember any, any of those games during the Euros. I don't know about you. But, but every single commentator 
Batista and everyone was like, oh, we need to bring on Jack Grealish. And yeah. All the press, oh, Jack Grealish isn't playing. And? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <coughs> you know, it was one of those things, isn't it? It was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then, um, talking, going back to the international break, what, what's your thought on um, the Kane situation? The Kane situation? Like... The press rule now coming out saying, oh, no player is too big to be dropped. Kane needs to step up. Yeah. Um, he's not had a great start of the season for us. Um, well, in the Premier League. He's scoring in Europe, but he's not scoring many, like, you know, Premier League-wise for, for what we know Kane can do goal-wise. And obviously, it seems like he's taken that. I watched the, um, the England-Hungary game, and I've never seen him lose the ball so much in a game. Like, his first touch looked heavy. It, it was like the ball was almost bouncing off of him at times. Do, do you know what? Um, I, I know, obviously, we're talking about the international break, but talking about Kane, uh, when mm. I watched the uh, the Villa game, he, he obviously, he, he didn't score, you know, and uh, he, he played the full 90. But I think, for me, it feels like... It's a bit like with the, the Delhi situation, I think, where he's kind of... He's trying to work himself back into into some some sort of form. I think obviously a lot happened in the summer uh, with Ooh, with all the yes. protracted move and all that, and that's obviously been a massive distraction for him. But I don't know if you did you did you watch the the, the highlights of the Aston Villa game? Did you see any any of the? Did you watch your match of the day? Because I think they put it on match of the day. But, I think it was match of the day. I watched. It was either match of the day or the, um, Sky can do the you can do the oh highlights you did a small Sky, one, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if they put it on there. But right at the end, he had a chance. And it and, and and it kind of the angle was was just gone. The angle was completely gone. And you had two players running forward. I think Lucas and I can't remember two two Spurs players. And literally mm. pass it to them. They're they're just slotting it in, you know. But he's gone yeah. for the shot from this kind of almost impossible angle. And all of us in the, in the stadium or in a, in a, in, a, in a stand where I was, we're like, oh come on, Kane, you know. And it's yeah. it's that, the real frustration. And and I think he's he's you know there's no doubting. I mean, the, the the stats I need to tell you, you know, this guy he's just he's got he's not he he sees the goal. He wants that football in the back of the net. He wants to put yeah. it in the back of the net, you know. But I feel like he's so he's overdoing it almost, you know. He's he's overdoing it to kind of get himself into this form, you know. And it's a bit like you know they talk about it a lot in golf, don't they? You know, the, you can be you can be the best golfer in the world and something just clicks and there's no explanation why, but you cannot hit the ball as well as you can you can before. There's nothing. There's no. Uh, yeah. What they call it is a word they call it, isn't there? But there's there's no explanation for it. It just happens, yeah. you know. And I feel like Kane's getting that at the moment. I mean, the, the guy, there's, there's no, he's not. I don't even have to say the guy is world class. The guy, you know, he's he's one of the best strikers in the world. But it just seems that he's, for want of a better description of it, his mojo's kind of missing a little bit at the moment, you know. Yeah, he, he's lost. It's like. It's it's always true. I like, you know someone swapped his boots for someone else's. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just yeah. something's not quite hitting as it used to. Yeah, and and even and he's and he's yeah. he's really good at he's he's like it's not just his 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 goal scoring record, but you know last season he got top assists as well. And 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 going back to the Villa game, there was about two or three times we we're like, wow, that's how like you would have nailed that before. Like it's, it just seems like something's just off at the moment, you know. I know um, Sam's not here, so he can't defend himself. But I know I was talking to Sam about this um, after the England game. We were messaging backwards and forwards. And he said his concern, one of his concerns is that in the summer, Harry Kane went to Levy and said, you know, I'm done. I'm out. And they said to him, look, based on your form of last season, what you bring to the team and everything else, we value you at X. Mm -hmm. And once someone bids that amount for you, you can leave. Yeah, is Harry Kane now kind of a little part of him going? I don't want to be worth that much. Yeah, sure. You know, I don't want to be worth. You know, if that's going to put him on. I mean, if I have a, if I have a bit of a naff season between now and January, does that take off fifty million? Does that take off seventy five million? Yeah, do you know what though? I I get that, and I do understand. And that, I don't I can't, think I can't yeah. see that, mate. Because I, I think I think the thing is with 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 Kane, uh, it, you you cannot question that guy's. Um, his his attitude, like you know, I don't I don't think you can. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I think with with Kane, I think he's proved over the years that he's he's above all that. You know, I think I really think he's above all that. I, I hope so. I really do hope so. But it does seem like mentally something's not quite clicking as it was last season. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And I'm I am hoping. Like then again, I never would have expected him to go out and do the the whole Gary Neville thing either. But that's another. 
that's a whole other story. That was back in the summer. We don't talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm really hoping it is just a kind of he needs to go. He it, it's almost like he needs to sit down and go right. Do you know what? I've got another nine months at this club, no matter what. Let's prove to all these clubs that I am the best thing in the world, so that they want to come and buy me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's sure. almost the attitude we need. Like, I know, I, I think I said it on the podcast actually last season when I stepped in that Harry Kane last season worried me because he was playing like a man in last chance saloon. The way he was getting all the assists, all the goals, and all that, I kind of worried last season that this was him going, This is the last chance for us to do something, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, sure. And then nothing did. And now this season seems to be the whole, well, I tried as hard as I could last season. But did you know Someone what? I, turn. I've asked I've asked Sam this, and this is something yeah. that, that I, I don't know what you will see what your opinion is on it. But so he's got at the end of this season, he'll have two years left on his contract. Right. Yeah. So he'll if he if he works, if, if he just uh, gets his contract down to zero and becomes a free agent, he'll be 31 years old, right? Now, yeah. we obviously won't get anything for him, but we never paid anything for him, you know? So yep. we, we would have had a we would have had a player from... Uh, when, when did he break through to our team? It was like 23, wasn't it? Right? I think 22, 23 was 22, when he broke. 23, yeah. Let's say 22, right? So if he leaves us at 31, that's nine years in the first team, right? He's going to have broken every goal-scoring record. He's going to be by far the top... You know, Jimmy Grease, he's going to... If, if he saves us for another two and a half seasons, he's, and plays he's, how we know he can. Oh play, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he'll he'll kind of he'll be maybe fifty to a hundred goals above Jimmy Greaves, and it's never going to be reached again. You know, we can we can name one of the four stands, the Harry Kane stand. He can then go uh, and and go to like Newcastle. There you go, three years time. He'll go to Newcastle, who, yeah. who, who in three years time will just be you know winning trophies for fun then he can go and win himself a load of sh- a shed load of trophies uh he'll still you know if it, it, because he because of his attitude i think he'll still be playing it very to a very good level to probably ronaldo's age so you've got another five yeah. years so five years of winning loads of stuff right now i wouldn't begrudge him that i, I wouldn't begrudge him going for nothing because we didn't pay anything for him we haven't got anything for him, but he's he's come, he's done it. He's he's not, you know, he's tried his best to win trophies with us. It just hasn't happened for whatever reason, and yeah. that's it. I, I would have no, I promise, I would have no issue with it. Go and go and fill your boots with trophies somewhere else, Harry. You know, I think that's that would. I genuinely think, and then what he could do as well at 31. You know, if he goes to Newcastle at 31, he can command a massive, massive salary because he's going to have no fee. So th- 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 he, he could. They'll pay him six, seven hundred grand a week, easy, wouldn't they? Even that yeah, age, I think. The richest club in the world. Yeah, they can do what he wants. Do you know what I mean? I mean, what what, yeah. what would you make of that scenario? Yeah, I, I've said before that if if he if he ran out his contract, if he played how he did last season, and he gave everything he could and left on a free transfer at the end of it at thirty odd, then yeah, thank you very very much, club legend. Thank you very much. And you would you'd wish him well on the way. Like there's not many players you can say in that Spurs squad that if they left you'd turn around and go thank you for everything off you go. Yeah, sure. But sure. if he ran his contract down over the next two seasons, played how we know he can, and still scores twenty goals a season, for example, twenty thirty goals a season, then yeah, you've got to turn around and say thank you for everything. Off you go. Yeah, completely, completely. Do you know uh, talking about players that have, that have. Uh, that have gone without a fee. Uh, obviously, it's since last we've last recorded with Sam, uh, Aurier signed. Uh, is it Villarreal he signed for? That's it. Yeah, he's gone to Spain. Now, now this is this is a guy. Suckers. This is a guy that we that Sam informed us uh, that we that we um, he turned down a five million offer for from Villarreal before he left on a free. So he's obviously yeah. pocketed that five million. <laughs> now, oh I, yeah, there's I, a signing B fee somewhere. <laughs> bonus, isn't there? I mean, it, it is. It is really. Uh, I, I can't even bear to say the person's name, but we know we're talking about Mark Two, isn't it? You know, not not as bad as him, but uh, I, I, although yeah. he does support them, so he could have gone to them. And I yeah, have been <laughs> at least he didn't go to them. Yeah, but uh, it's it's a real difficult one because I, I know he he really uh, divided opinion on and I I genuinely think right. My my opinion of him is that you know he was just car crash sometimes when it comes to defending and you'd have you'd have your hands covering your eyes when you're please please oh, gosh. but but 
there were times. One on one versus Oreo. No, it's not. Yeah, no. But on other times, there was other times when you know he pulled off some cracking tackles and he scored some great goals and he was great in the. You know, you could see in the dressing room he was a great character. And they and 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 he and he posted a, a message on Instagram that you know said how much he'd, he'd missed the club and stuff. You know, and I actually I don't. I don't, I don't feel that kind of um, anger towards him. You know, I feel like, good luck, mate. Good luck to you. You know, at the end of the day, he's a human being, isn't he? And and I think most of us, and, I'm, and I don't think you can, if you if you said no to this, I think you possibly would be lying. But I think if I had the opportunity to do something like that and it meant me pocketing five million, I think most of us would do it. Don't you think? Yeah, in fairness, let's be honest. Yeah, I can move now and just get a wage, or I can move in a little bit later and get five million myself. I know yeah. what I'm taking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, point. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but if 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 it's true that Villarreal Villa offered five million, you know, you can imagine him saying, "Look, I'll I'll get this contract terminated. Keep that five million and give it to me, and then and then you know." Jobs are good and yeah, I'll take I'll take three. You win two million, there you I go. win three million is fine. There you yeah. Go. yeah, I can imagine it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Going back to going back to the international break that we've been on. Obviously, there was a big game between France and Spain for the um, Nations League final, wasn't there? That's right. Yeah. Were you Team Hugo or Team uh, Regulon? Oh yeah, do you know what? I, I was just—I didn't actually watch it. I watched the highlights of it afterwards, but it's—it's it's yeah. nice being a neutral, isn't it? But um, it, yeah, seeing seeing Hugo lift another trophy. I mean, why can't he just be lifting some of these for Spurs? You know, but yeah, apparently you get the same feeling as I do. I'm like, he's a serial winner at international know, just, level. Just international level, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it was—it's good to see him win that. Uh, did did Regulon play from the start? Did he or? Um, I don't know. When I turned it on, he was on the bench when I turned right. it on. I must be honest, it wasn't a game that I watched fully. Um, but, it, like, I could just see, even with him on the bench, the emotion and the passion that Regulon has is phenomenal. Yeah. The bloke was like, he was kicking every ball in the stand. And <laughs> I was going to quickly try and find it now, actually, try and find the. Uh... Here we go. Did he play from the start? Let's have a quick look. Um, but yeah, no, he was on the he was no, he was on the bench. He didn't actually come on. Oh right, okay, right. Oh man, neither did um, Guild. I think Brian Guild. No, Brian was on the bench as yeah. well. He didn't make it on in the final either. But he made, he made uh, Gil made fifteen minutes of the semi final though, didn't he? Yeah, he did yeah. play in the semi. Yeah, yeah. And then you, uh, Laurie's a... played all ninety obviously That's right. for uh, for France. There's there's a big rumor, isn't there that. Um, according to I think some reports in Spain that that uh, Real Madrid are thinking of getting him back because they've got a, they've got a release uh, kind of a, a clause, haven't they, when they can sign him back? That has actually ran out. That ran out in the summer. Are you sure? Because there was an article saying it's got they've got another twelve months on it or something. I thought it was a two year thing, or is that just the newspapers making up stories? Oh, I thought it ran out this summer. Right. But oh no, maybe it is longer then. But I know. They're willing, they were going to offer less than what the buyback clause was. Sure, sure. And yeah, because, you know, we all know that Daniel Levy is one to... Uh, oh, of course, yeah. Oh, of course, have yeah. for less than his worth. Yeah, like that's ever going to work. Yeah, Daniel Levy regularly bends over, doesn't he? Say, take what you yeah. like, doesn't he? That's just, that's how he works. <laughs> I must be honest, after listening to last podcast that you and Sam did, I was very worried about mentioning Enoch or Levy today. <laughs> Like, I want to try and keep this one PG for Sam's sake, that he can advertise it. And as soon as I said leave you, I went, oh, there it goes. No, it's gone to an 18. Oh, no. do, do, you know, do you know what? This this might get, this might, uh, get you rolled up a little bit. But um, So we, we was, for anyone that isn't aware, me and you got a chance to meet, didn't we, at the um, earlier in the yes. season? Yes, we did. Yeah, it was the, was it Pacos, the Pacos, Pacos. Ferreira yeah. game, wasn't it? And um, so I, I was... Uh, you, you was, you know, I was in the stadium already, and uh, you, you was coming in, and I can just remember you getting very, very angry with the bag, with the bag. Oh situation. no, I've never criticised a football club <laughs> as much as I did over a couple of bags. I do understand so, you getting at the other bag, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the, so here we are. I'll put the full thing into context. Um, I got married in August, and the Pacos game came up, and we were in London. Uh, for my wife's birthday presents. I took her to the theatre and stuff in London. And so we stayed up overnight 
in London. And the next day, we were meant to be coming home. And I happened to look, literally the day before we went to London, I looked online. I was like, there's still tickets available for the Spurs game. We're already in London. For me to go and watch, I live in Essex. So for us to go and watch Spurs, you're looking at £30 on a train there and back. It's a couple of hours each way. So to go for like an evening match is a real pain because you're not going to get home until the early hours in the morning. You lose half your day getting there. And I was like, but we're already going to be in London. Let's get let's get the tickets. And I finally managed to talk around. She's never been to a proper football game. So I was like, let's, I say proper. She's been to a Millwall and an Ipswich game. So she's oh, never God. been to a proper game. Yeah, football. yep, yep. <laughs> and I finally convinced her. So I got these tickets. Like row, I think it was like the fifth row back just to the side of the goal. They're the best seats I've ever had for a Tottenham game. <laughs> and I'm like, this is amazing. Okay, brilliant. And we went and we got to the ground and we'd been shopping that day because we'd been in London. So we had two rucksacks and we had this massive Disney store bag that had everything else in it. And we've got to the ground and I'm like, oh, these are going to be a pain. I have to put these under the seats and stuff. It's going to be a bit cramped, but whatever, it'll be fine. Got to the ground. Oh, no, no bags bigger than A4 are allowed in the stadium. And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, no, you can't have any bags bigger than an A4 in the ground. Luckily, the missus's bag was a small rucksack because all the clothes were in mine. So I was like, okay, your bag's fine. And I'm like, but what am I going to do with these then? You can't just not let me in the ground. Oh, no, there's a bag drop-off around the side, like a system around the side of the stadium. You can go in there and drop your bags off. And I'm like, all right, okay. It was like £10, £20 a bag. (laughs) It's ridiculous, isn't it? (laughs) And you know, you're like, wait a minute. There was a queue of people, and I swear, every single person was kicking off. Yeah. It was like, so you're refusing to let me in the ground with a bag, and then you're going to charge me for the fact you won't allow me into the ground with my bag. (laughs) And they're like, people are like, what insurance have you got for this? Oh, we don't need insurance, we've got a security man. Okay, and what insurance have you got? Well, none, right? So if my bag goes missing, what are you going to do about it? Oh, it won't go missing, sir got to the end of the game and the same bloke was stood there going, they've lost my fucking bag. Oh, no, you're kidding. And I was like, oh, we left. I think we left about five minutes before full time, just purely because of the bag situation. I was like, there is no way I'm going to stand there with like 30,000 people waiting for a bloody rucksack. I'm leaving now to go get my bag. Mm. And this bloke had had the same idea and yeah, he was going off. Obviously, you met me inside. I mean, I was sending messages to the group chat kind of like, you know, Stupid joke of a club, whoa, kicking off. <laughs> I look back now, I may have overreacted. Slightly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what you you that you epitomise on social media when we when we when we lose or, or yes. concede a goal? That anger, and then the next day, I'm hoping the most of them look at it and go, "Yeah, maybe I overreacted a little bit." Or <laughs> yeah, I am part of the. You need to sell every player. We're a joke of a club. Yeah, yeah. I was one of those at that point. Yeah. I did you did you enjoy the game though? Did you enjoy the I game? I did. Yeah, I did. It was a good game. Yeah. Um, it was still very much. It was the first Harry Kane appearance, wasn't it? After the whole, the whole saga. So I That's was still right. at that point. I was refusing to sing his name at that point. Yeah, sure. So every time people stood up and sang his one of our own, I was standing up and shouting Dane Scarlet as loud as physically possible. <laughs> that got me some looks from people around me. Yeah, sure. But uh, yeah. I'm over that now. I'm over. That. I'm. I'm still disappointed in Kane, but I'm. I'm over the not celebrating him scoring. So that's fine. Yeah, sure, sure. What would you would you make as well? Obviously, like with us being in the in the conference in the inaugural Conference League, is it something you're happy with, or you kind of would you rather we weren't in it? Um, I, I think if you're in a competition with a chance to win it, you've got to try and win it. Mm. That is kind of my. It doesn't matter what competition you're in; you should be trying to win it. If you can win a trophy, you can win a trophy. So if we're in it, we take it serious and we try and win it. Um, I'd like to see some of like the Nile John, um, Scarlet, those sort of players kind of getting a bit more um, t- time in it, I guess. But as long as we win it, I don't care. Well, we had to, uh, our last game, we had to bring on some of the big boys, didn't we? I mean, it was only when we brought yeah. them on that we that we changed it. I can remember, we was, so we went 2-0 up, didn't we? They they got a goal, a weldy goal back, didn't they? Yep. And then, who was it we were playing? Was it, it wasn't a, do you know, this this is this is the problem with this league. I can't remember the teams we played. No, <laughs> I know we played the Champions Ren, League, is it? And then yeah. there's one of the people, yeah. 
it's not, a, it's not a, was it or whatever it was and then they brought on Kane and Son haven't they and it completely changed the game but I'm just yeah. hoping that we we get to the point where you know I don't know if it's going to happen especially after the, the you know the, the last game but that possibly even the last game where it's done and dusted and we can then play without any worry about it play you know all the ki- a lot of the kids and give them some really valuable experience yeah, you know here's so the Tottenham under 18s off you go lads yeah Good but luck. it would it, it would matter would it you know and, no. and and that's the thing that's what i'm saying if we get to a point where that's it we know we're going to be top of the league but to be honest with you i don't think it's going to happen because although you know it, it's one of them things and I, I know we kind of um most spurs fans will probably be thinking this is below us this league this 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 competition i mean yeah. we we've until we bring on the, the big, the big, big guys, we're, we're not, you know, we're not gonna. This isn't gonna be something we can just easily just breeze through. I mean, yeah, do you know what I mean? Concern is we're gonna get to like the semi-final, and we're gonna play Jose Mourinho's Roma. Oh no! Don't you think that's gonna, that's gonna happen in the final? It's gonna be it's in the final. That's what's gonna happen, isn't it? You and know? it's gonna be like the ultimate, like oh, for, yeah, yeah. That 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 will be that will be that Spurs god. Roma it'll be, it'll will be score asleep. like a ninety-first minute winner in the semi-final, yeah. and then we'll all be like oh. And you know, you know, you score it as well, wouldn't you? That Tammy, Tammy Abraham. Abraham. <laughs> that would just completely just put a little cherry on top, wouldn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, we're back. We're back awful. to the. I, I don't. I, do you know what? I I didn't watch the the Hungary game. I was at home, but I didn't watch it. Um, but by the sounds of things, I didn't miss much. To, no. to be honest, but I'm I'm looking as much as I'm glad that. Before the international break start, you know, just like the last international break, we we did it on a high, you know, with a win. I do look forward to getting back just to, to club football again and getting stuck in. Yeah, I mean, I always have that bit of a worry that our form seems to disappear. International breaks are like our kryptonite. It's like, oh, Tottenham have won a game, yeah, yeah. international break, no, uh, it kills it. Yeah, do do you think like obviously we've we've spoken about Newcastle uh, and they they. At the moment, Steve Bruce is still there, and this will be, I think, his thousandth game, wouldn't it? But I'm wondering whether it's gonna, it will make a difference. Um, you know what's gone on there, whether oh, it's gonna have a negative or positive, but negative or positive though. Positive for them because, in the sense of every single player is now suddenly going, I can be replaced without the owner even breaking a sweat. Yeah, but then at the same time, would they be thinking, well, I'm going to be getting replaced, so why, why bother? I I think personally it's going to be more of a case of we're going to bring in world class talent. I want to play with that world class talent. Mm. Look how good I can be. Imagine how much better I can be with someone incredible next to me on the pitch. You you, genu- you genuinely think that John Joe Shelby is going to be sitting there thinking I'm going to be part of this revolution at Newcastle? Hey, Gareth Barry was at Man City. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. You know, there's a few of those, you know, there was a couple of players at Man City that everyone was like well they're definitely gone yeah. and then they stuck around and were kind of like a big part of all of it and you're like oh okay right you know, yeah. I think there'll be players like um, St Maximin I think he's an outstanding player he'll be fine um, Lascelles at the back he's probably safe um, Callum Wilson, maybe for another season or two, if he can keep injury free, maybe safe. I think the rest of the team is very much in trouble. Yeah. yeah. And I think it will be up to players like John Joe Shelby and stuff to kind of go, Oi, no, look, I can be good with this crap next to me. Put yeah, someone sure. world class next to me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're so you think we're going to get walloped to the weekend, do you? No, no, not getting walloped. No. Okay. How do you think it's going to uh, go? Honestly, I can see a tool. Okay. Newcastle take the lead early. We all think our heads are going to drop, but actually we respond and score two, and then they score one right at the end. It's a weird one with Newcastle because, like the last few seasons, it seems to go that we beat them at their ground and they beat us at our ground. You yeah. know, it's it's a weird, really weird one. I think we beat them like we've beaten them three one. I think like we always seem to normally get a result there, and it's it's strange because. You know, you go to that stadium, and I guess that's part of the reason why they got taken over in the first place because it's a huge stadium, you know, and, and the support oh, there yeah. is is fantastic. So you kind of, but then again, I guess it's it's that kind of, you, you know, like obviously when we we got walloped by, I try not to bring back the memory for too long, but the, when we got walloped by Palace earlier in the season, yeah. you go to these these small grounds. And it almost like the smaller grounds can be a bit, bit more intimidating than the bigger grounds, you know. The but, small um, intimate kind of, they're yeah, impacting, yeah. Yeah, sure. But 
we 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 tend to, and and look, I'm not saying this. I'm not trying to put the kiss of de- kiss of death on it because I'm not. This is not me kind of saying what's going to happen. But you're the weekend. about to. No, no, yeah. no. But sure. But I say normally we tend to do all right there. You know, I'm not. This is. I I, I get it that they like. You know, they've got the new owners and they've got the new. You know, things new. You know, they've got a lot of um, a lot of things have changed there. So we yeah. don't know what to expect. But on pay, you know, on paper, I guess. You know, we should. You know, I'd, I'd want to win. Well. I'd want to win. I mean, possibly a you know a draw, but I just we can't we can't get beaten. That's the thing. I mean, if we lose, you're looking at four wins, four defeats in the first eight games. That's that's just not good, is it? You know. No, it's not. You're right. You know, but we'll we'll, we'll see. I, I hope I hope we get a decent result there. I mean, we've got everyone's everyone's come out of the international break unscathed. We've got all the South Americans, haven't we? They're they're not. In they're, yep, they're not in Croatia, Croatia somewhere, are they? Or no, <laughs> holiday and I mean training away. Yeah. <laughs> I did like talking about the South Americans uh, and, and going back to the Villa game again. I did like Romero. Um, there was a couple of times where he made defending look very easy. He's he's got that he's got that almost that Ledley King for me that Ledley King calmness about him that. Unfortunately, Sanchez doesn't have like for me. Sanchez yeah. always has that panicky about him, you know, that panickiness. Whereas he'll Romero make just an absolute world class sliding tackle, and you'll be like, "Yes, Sanchez." And yeah. the next thing he'll do is header a really easy, easy cross straight at Lloris's face. Yeah, that. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. What have you just done? Yeah, what? completely. Whereas yeah. with Romero, I, I feel like I mean, look, you don't get best defender in Syria for nothing, do you? You know, so and Italians it, know how to defend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But he 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 looks he look he's starting to relook really the part now with us. So well, I, I really I, hope he does. I have yeah. very high hopes. The first couple of games and like the Paco's game when I was there and he played, I was there like he is not an upgrade on what we've got at all. Mm. Those first few games I saw, but now he's kind of getting his feet under the table and he's kind of showing himself a bit more. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. now we've got a bit of a player coming through here. Yeah, okay. sure, yeah. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Um, right, it is that time of the show where we go over to our social media. Now it's time for your comments from our social media. Okay, now we're going to start on Instagram, and luckily we haven't got a comment from anyone with a theme song because oh. let's be honest, I probably wouldn't know how to insert it. So. <laughs> Sam's left me to do all the editing this week. I know we're like 45 minutes in, but I'm just apologising now. If you've listened this far in and there has been any editing issues, hands up, that's me, not Sam. So I apologise. Don't send Sam abuse like last time. Or me. Or Matt, yeah. (laughs) Um, So the first comment we've got is from a Paul Gerrall on Instagram, which is, when is Daniel Levy going to leave the club? Um... Honestly, I don't see him leaving the club anytime soon because he's making too much money for himself and Enik are in owning the club and he's making a lot of money for them. So I don't see him leaving the club, do you, Matt? Well, this is the thing and 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 I and I've, I've got Sam to thank for this, but the, the way the way the you know, something something I've mentioned before, so I apologies for, for for repeating it, but the way it works is they bought the club for like 2-300 million. They don't put a penny, him and Joe Lewis, they don't put a penny into the club. And then uh, the club's now worth one and a half billion. So if if, if someone come in, uh, you know, I, I, keep wanting, I keep wanting to go to Bessos, but I can't think of anyone else rich that, you know, yeah. I don't know, Bill Gates. Say Bill Gates wanted to buy the club. If, if Bill Gates comes in and says, right, here's one and a half billion, I fancy a little, I fancy having that club. I fancy a bit of a flutter. Yeah. I fancy a bit of a flutter. There you go. That's, that's, that's him. Like Joe Lewis... Has, has, has put 200, 200 million of his own money in and he walks away with one and a half billion happy yeah. days so it, the, he'll leave when, when, when someone buys a club that's that's what they're, that's, they're, they're Enoch as far as Enoch is concerned Spurs, Spurs the club are an investment for them so and it's and a bit a heck of an investment for them yeah, yeah. So, so someone and, and it's and it's not they even like the, they've not put a penny a penny not a single bronze penny of their own money into the club it's all just been generated so they're not going to they just as soon as as that as that um as someone comes in offers the going rate for that club they'll they'll sell it won't they? they'll sell it they'll go go on in that's oh complete 100 percent. i just unfortunately just, don't just, see anyone doing it no exactly so until that does he's, he's with us mate unfortunately you, you can't you can't terminate his contract like uh Aurier. <laughs> no uh the next comment is i'm going to try and pronounce this one 
Diasporian one. I don't know why. I don't know why that one. Diasporian. Yeah, that. It sounds like some um, kind of German sports uh, brand. He's got the number one at the end. I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's a weird last name. Number one. Okay. <laughs> um, do you believe Kane is really happy to stay? As Petrici says. Also wanted to add that Matt has a very balanced view as a fan. I feel the same way. We have to be patient and let the process play out. So you got a fan there, Matt. Oh, at least I got one. <laughs> yeah, you got one there. Um, I, I, yeah, I, th- I think with Kane, he's it, it, like we've said earlier. He's it, he's clear something's not like you know he's, he had a lot going on. He's, I don't think his head's right, like completely right. I think he's working on it. I think he's kind of like. Right, that's it now. He, he came out, didn't he, and said that I'm not going anywhere in the summer. So he's like, right, I need to knuckle down now. And I think it's just taking longer than possibly it should have for him to kind of knuckle down. Well, not knuckle down, but for him to get back to where the Kane, the Spurs play, you know, the Spurs play that we've had. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, okay, over to Faceback. Faceback? Facebook? <laughs> I like it. That's back what you have to, to call it Facebook. from now. Yeah. Oh, dear. Book to Faceback. There we go. I'm trying to read the comments at the same time and it's all getting very confusing. Um, first comment is from Yamat Juniors. If Spurs win trophy this season and finish top four, Harry Kane will stay. I don't know if that is a statement it's or a, a question. It sounds like a statement. Maybe he knows him. Maybe they're really good pals and he said to him, look, Yamat, like, I'm going to I'm gonna stay if we win a trophy. And he's just telling us that via, via Facebook. No, stop worrying. Harry said... <laughs> It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> if, it is a, if it is a question, though, I, I don't know. I mean, depends what the trophy is. I mean, we're clearly not going to win the title. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like premiership isn't going to happen. This no, season, we, can write, we can write that off in, in uh, straight away. I think um, we'll be happy to qualify for the Europa League this season, if I'm completely honest. Looking at Liverpool City, Chelsea, United, all them lot, I think that's the top four kind of pretty much nailed on yeah I mean at the moment okay we're only what seven or eight games in but Brighton are kind of clinging on up there but I don't see them lasting the race oh no 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 if they <laughs> do I'll be well amazed it'll be like Leicester City all over again but Brighton winning the league yeah. um, but I think yeah I think Europa League is what we've got to kind of realistically look for yeah, but what about what about trophies? This like, I mean, we've got so, obviously we've got yeah. a realistic way. Of, we've got a realistic chance of winning the the the, the conference, uh, the uh, Europa conference. Europa conference. Yeah. We've got a realistic chance of winning that. We've got a realistic chance, I guess, of winning of winning the league cup, and we've got Burnley, haven't we, in the next round? I know it's away, but yeah. you'd expect us to win that to get through to the next round. We FA should be cup. doing well in there. FA Cup's always a good fun. They say I'm one of these romantic fans that still has a real love for the FA Cup. Yeah, of course. A lot of people have kind of lost the whole oh, FA Cup, FA Cup sort of thing, but I've never lost it. I've, I've loved the FA Cup. You're 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 younger than me, aren't you? How old are you? I'm thirty-one. Thirty-one. So yeah, so I've got eleven years on you. So you're not gonna, you're not gonna remember. You probably wouldn't have been born. Would you when we one in ninety-one? Would you have been? Yeah, born? No, I was nineteen ninety. I was alive for ninety-one. I don't remember it. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. You don't remember it. Well, when I, when I do, unfortunately, right, I was. 12 and 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 i've said this before but you used to you didn't have many many channels in them days no itv bbc1 bbc2 channel 5 i don't think channel 5 was a thing and it was all an all day thing it was an all day thing with the fa cup you woke up in the morning the kids programs are all about the fa cup it was massive the fa cup was massive you know and and obviously it's got kind of lost in the in the melee of everything else you know but I think if you if it's still yeah you're right it still has that romanticism about it I think the FA Cup and unfortunately them souls down the road have won it quite a few times recently and I just yeah I'd I'd love to win it I would love to win it again it's been so long it's been so long it has been yeah it's been too long (laughs) I still remember 2008 I think it was winning the Carling Cup yeah. And that's like a highlight of my uh, <laughs> my Spurs following. Well, it like, would be, oh, wouldn't it? Really? It would that's, be. That's what I've got. I've got us getting to the final of the Champions League, getting to the final of the League Cup a few times and losing it and winning it in 2000. I'm like, wow. But that's that's why I say about the Newcastle fans and why they deserve all that because I think they last won something in the sixties. I think you know. So can you imagine what they must be feeling like? God, yeah, actually, yeah. Fair play to them. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> It's like uh, um, the next question from Tom Perks is uh, 
This is I feel like this is a lot easier question to answer than it should be, but I'm going to try and be nice about it. Okay, why is Dyer not in the England squad? <laughs> Do you know what I I I think with Dyer? I know, and I'm sure you're going to get on his back as well, like a lot of people no, get on his back. I'm not. Oh, you're I not. Absolutely right. love the bloke. Yeah, I love I, the bloke. I I I think I think with him is that look he he signed for us. The first game, game he played for us was that, that winner against West Ham. He was a youngster, what, 20, 21? He was a right-back, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and he played, I think he played his best years. He wasn't a centre-back when he played his best years. He was he was, he was was that kind of defensive midfield. Yeah, yeah, the shield, which is fantastic, you know. And I, and I think the problem with the problem with Dyer now playing as centre-back is that if he messes up, like you're just left with Larice, aren't you? Whereas with yeah. with with Dyer, like you know, we we tend to remember you know him protect, protecting the defenders, but I'm sure there were moments when when he kind of had Dyer moments, you know. Uh, but then you've got this, you know, you've still got the last line of defence before you get to the goalkeeper. Whereas now I yeah. feel like he's a bit more exposed. But I, 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 it really does get on my nerves when people get on his back. I mean, look. I appreciate, like, I appreciate that um, every, everyone's entitled to the, everyone's entitled to have an opinion. You can have your opinion that you don't like him and that, but I, I think it's unfair the amount of negativity that he gets when you when you look at social media. Like you've only got to say yeah. the word dire and it's like chucking a bit of meat into a piranha fish. It's uh, awful. Oh, we need to sell him. He is dire. Right, right. like, yeah. Watch the games. Watch the actual games and see how much he actually does in a game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he makes a mistake or two, but they're not being funny. Harry Kane against Hungary was like 80-odd minutes worth of mistakes. Yeah, sure. And yeah. no one's really jumping on that one at all, you know? And it's the same with Sanchez. Like, the first three games of this season, Sanchez and Dyer didn't concede a goal, and they were both playing well. And all of a sudden, everyone was like, oh, well, yeah, oh, well, oh, well. And they still couldn't bring themselves to actually say to people, no, no, they're playing well at the moment. Yeah, they're sure. Like, it's like they refuse to do it. Yeah. And then as soon as we lost a game, well, what do we expect? We've got Dyer yeah. and Sanchez at the back. Yeah, sure. We had Dyer and Sanchez at the back against Manchester City mm. and yeah. kept a clean sheet. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's, it's really frustrating. And I think what a lot of, uh, you know, and I won't, I won't spend long complaining about it because it's my kind of my thing, isn't it? My gripe. But... <laughs> We, we, we kind of think, oh, you know, it's only social media. Then, But they, they, they see these things. They, they see it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think Dyer's going on Spurs News and, like, looking at every every post and looking at the comments, you know. But these, Sam, they, I've they... spoken to Sam, and there are a few players, especially the younger players, but there are a few players that read the Spurs News page. Yeah, sure. So they, 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 they do see it, and it's frustrating. And, and, and I think, look, I come from the point of view of, of, of being a... Of, been lucky enough to have a season ticket, you know. So I go to games yeah. and I, and I get to support the, the the team there. I'm half jealous and half not. Yeah, yeah no, I get that. Yeah, <laughs> but I I think I, I kind of I think the I have the attitude I have of of you know I think they they I get I get accused of being like a happy clapper. I think oh you just support them like you know. But the, the thing is when you go to games you you, you can't get on play like you you, you basically. Put, presented with a team right these are the team you presented with right and you're a fan of that team so you've got to support them you know you've got to support them and all right they make mistakes they they frustrate you sometimes you know they don't do things you want them to do and they're not the, as good as you, as well class all of them as you want them to be but yeah you, you're a Spurs fan you've got you, you, you've almost got to work with what you've got you know and you've got and and getting behind getting behind the team getting behind the, the, the players whether it be on social yeah. media or be at the stadium I think it's so important, and and you know I've, I've honestly like even after the Villa game, you know I, I looked at the comments and there's still fans moaning. I'm like, like do you just not have any joy in your life? Is there just nothing? Is there nothing joyful in your life that you can't even find joy in us getting a victory? You know, so it frustrates me. And yeah, Dyer yeah. is one of them that it really frustrates me because. You know, it, it, you know, Dyer's not a world-class defender. There's no getting away from that. But he's never claimed to be, and no one's ever claimed him from, him to be. You know, he, he he gives it all. You know, he gives it all. And he, he had that horrible injury that got him, left him out for months. And you know, the first few games back, I can remember going to one. Uh, I think it was under Mourinho. I think Mourinho was just playing him every game, and he was dreadful. It was like he was he he looked like he genuinely looked like someone just picked a fan out the stadium and gone, "Can you play in in you know mid, mid, midfield?" It was he was his passing was woeful, his pace was off. 
but he'd had a massive injury and he's he's trying to, he was trying to work him way work his way back into the game you know so the i don't i don't think you can ever question Dyer's attitude uh you can question his ability possibly but you know we bought him that you know it's we're working with what we've bought, you know? So I, I, don't, I think it's unfair. I think it's unfair that he gets so much criticism. Realistically, the reason he's not in the England squad is because players like John Stones, Maguire, Mings, uh, even Connor Cody to a certain extent are just above him in the pecking order. Yeah. Um, I know, obviously, I think if you go to the games and you actually watch Dyer, I think Dyer is a very... Easily jumped on player. Do you think that makes sense? Yeah. You, you know, do you know a, a defender I can kind of think about that almost compares with, with him who yeah. doesn't get, didn't get all the grief, but I think it's very similar is Dawson. So I think that Dawson... Captain like, would, Fantastic himself. Yeah, but, he, yeah. Yeah, but he, he would put a huge amount of effort in every game, but he was never the greatest centre-back. He was very lucky to have uh, the, the one and only, you know, the, the legend uh, yes. next to him. But, but I don't know if it's because social media wasn't as big as it was now. But I think they're almost quite similar in in in, in the, the fact that they both put masses of effort in, but they're not the best centre backs. But Dyer just just gets piled on all the time, you know. It just it doesn't make much sense to me. No, I mean remember back to the, the Norwich game of last season where he actually went up into the fans. Was it season before? Yeah, I was there. I was there. <laughs> You're there, like surely that shows that like this guy is so he's so committed to our club. And he wears that badge with pride. He throws everything he can on the pitch into the game. And yet he still got to a stage where he had to go up into the fans himself to tell them to leave his brother alone. Yeah. Because yeah. of the amount of stick he was getting during the game. And you just think, it's, it's insanity. I don't, I don't understand I don't understand why, why we do that with, with some of our players. Because, you know, we, we, at, at the end of the day, I mean, I know it's just a word, but we're supporters, aren't we? And that word is... You know, it's the word support, support. Yeah. I you mean, know, Oliver support Skip is... seems to be the most recent one. What is now, he getting grief? Skip is getting grief oh, left, right, and centre. And I'm like, yeah. Oliver Skip is one of my favourite players at the club. Mm. Um, I'm a big like football manager fan and stuff like that. And I, I've been following Skippy on there for years, um, signing him for other clubs just because I, I highly, highly rate the guy. Like genuinely think this guy is like a future Tottenham captain. Mm. He he was phenomenal last season, and then this season I'm watching people going. Well, I don't understand why Skip's starting. He's too lightweight. He gets pushed off the ball. He'll, he'll never be a Premier League player. And I'm like, he'll <laughs> never be a Premier League player. Yet he's setting the league on fire yeah, this season, yeah. and he is the closest thing we've got to like a Kante style player. Like you look mm. at the Arsenal game. You bring him off the bench. Skip was there. Arsenal didn't do anything at half. No. And that is what Skip does, yet he seems to be the latest one. And, like, you know, you got Winks as well. I'm a massive fan of Winks, and I hold my hands up and admit, no, Winks, he hasn't developed as well as we hoped he would. He's kind of stagnated a bit the last couple of seasons. But he's still a Tottenham boy through and through, and he yep. still puts the effort in. And yep. every game, it's like, oh, Winks is on the bench. That's a waste of a space. It's like, what is it's going on? So frustrating, isn't it? So it's, frustrating. It's like the more passionate the player is about the club, the more we attack them. <laughs> so true, isn't it? Like, <laughs> do you remember, like the, the way it is, I'm looking at it and I'm like, Serge Aurier, for example, he's an Arsenal fan. He's now, as we've said, he's left on a free transfer. And you got the occasional, oh God, he's playing at right back again. That's a red card. And that was it. Yeah, yeah, and Oliver Skip is having a really good season so far, and he's too lightweight. He ain't good enough for this. He'll never be a prem player. And I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't get it's it. Definitely, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Unfortunately, oh no, it just hurts. Yeah, it's done it. Oh dear, that... that's the thing. You can have an opinion, doesn't make you right. No, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, but uh, talking of opinions, we've kind of done about an hour of our own opinions now. Um, right. I, I think we've covered pretty much, I think we've managed to waffle on about just about everything Tottenham related, just about. Fantastic. I think at times we've clung on to the fact it's about Tottenham, just about, with our fingertips, but we've... Uh, <laughs> um, the last thing I've really got to talk about is not Tottenham at all, but of course we, um, we do still have our sponsor, and 
I have to mention them. I haven't been given the script that Sam gets, so we never, we never do the script. I've heard, yeah, the script. I've heard that as well. But obviously, I am. Um, I got sent the uh, the products in talk from Manscaped uh, by Sam as well, and I've got to say I love them. I've got to say I love them. They're great products. The uh, the deodorant and powders and stuff are fantastic. I know uh, you've been using them as well. Yep. I don't. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel a bit awkward talking about me balls on a, a podcast with another man. I'll be honest it's with you. Fi- it's, it's fine. Um, We're, you're in, you're, it's a safe space here, Stefan. It's don't a safe worry. space, is it? <laughs> um, but yeah, I have got to give him a quick mention and say uh, thank you for carrying on sponsoring the podcast. I know uh, Sam had a chat with them and they've actually decided to extend their deal with us. So that means you can still use the Spurs News uh, discount code on their website. And you do get a very nice discount, and I believe free shipping as well. Yeah, so the code's SNPOD, so it's Spurs News Plus, SNPOD, and you get 20% with free shipping. And they've, uh, I've been on the, I've been on the on the website a few times recently, and they've, they've, they're sort of offering things at half price and big discounts, and you get that discount on top. So, you know, there's some fantastic deals if you if you use your use your um, you use the code that we can give you. Uh, and and do you know what? Like like you say, I I got sent uh, some of the products as well, and it's fantastic. It's one it's one of those things that it that you don't really. I think because you don't, no one ever sees them. That you think, oh, I don't need to look after these, but you see them. You know, you, you, and if and if you come out the shower and you're looking down, and you're thinking, yeah, I'm looking after these bad boys. Then it gives you a little a nice feeling, you know. So, so getting get, out the do it for yourself. Looking down, you're in better shape than I am. <laughs> Listen, I've been running. I'm, I'm able to see him at the moment. No, it's been a few. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's since been a, listen, you're, yeah. you're you're playing your football now, and you're losing weight, Stefan. Don't worry. They'll they'll they'll, they'll say hello soon. Don't this worry. This is true. This is true. But they're going to look good when they do get a chance to. Let's there you go. Way. Yeah. There you go. Okay, that is that is us done for the week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have made it to the end of the podcast, well done. Thank you. As I say, Sam should be back next week. A lot more structure to it as well. Um, I have been Stepping Stefan. Thank you very much. And uh, you have been Matt. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Stay up to date with all things Tottenham. Follow us on social media. All links are in the podcast description. 